0: super talk mississippi media production taylor swift is coming to new orleans and margaritaville resort biloxi and super talk are giving away a free pair of tickets for your chance to win go register now at margaritaville resort biloxi and get your name in for the final drawing from margaritaville and super talk 103.1 In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I'm I'm really excited about my guest today as he and his family are like my own. We grew up down the street from each other as kids many, many moons ago. And let's just say if you wanted to truly be dined and entertained like no other, you'd go to the Shapley House. And that's the way it was. He eventually would take what he learned from his mom and dad in their kitchen and open Shapley's, a fantastic restaurant with a storied history. Now sporting a tweak in the name, a new sign, but some old familiar faces at M.M. Shapley's. Please welcome, like a brother, the creator and pr- proprietor of this incredible restaurant, Mark Shapley. Hey, Mark.
1: Good morning, buddy. How are you? Well, <laughs> I, I'm good,
0: but, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I started thinking, I you know, uh, calling you <clears throat> before like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, like if somebody calls me, you know, after a show, then I just don't pick up. So I appreciate you picking up.
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's, it's my pleasure. I'll always pick up your call. I appreciate it, bud. Oh, I love it. And it's mean, still, it's, it's gonna good be, to be with
0: you. Oh, it's going to be great to catch up. Uh, so uh, Mark and I, like I said, we grew up down the street from each other. And, uh, and our dads, uh, our moms, were dear friends, our dads were like glued to the hip. Uh, just, uh, loved always the memories of seeing them together. And, uh, and like I said, the mills and I got so much to talk about, but Mark, <laughs> let's talk about, I'm sick a little bit. I've, I've had a, uh, a rough road. I've been all over the, all You've over been the, on the road. I have, <laughs> I have. And, and, and somewhere along the way, I think the old 430 wake up calls to catch an airplane finally caught up. And so, but, but I performed and the show must go on. And speaking of the show going on, let's talk about. Have you lost your mind? I'm just checking on you Uh,
1: because
0: I know how hard it was for you, you know, to to,
1: to... go ahead. Steve, it's been fine. It really has been. This this whole thing, um, the transition was something we, I I can't say we were planning on or counting on. Frankly, three years ago, I thought we would would be making transition. But the reality is when, when the opportunity kind of presented itself that the building was going to be vacated and the name was going to be uh, returned back to, to Mary and myself, uh, I just, I, I you know, we, we both discussed it and it just, we just couldn't let the name fade away. I mean, right. athletes has become an institution in this area and uh, I think the name thankfully has been a, a incredibly well received uh, with a high reputation of a fine quality and we just said we're not going to let it just go away. So right. So when, when, when uh, the... Uh, the reality of, of the situation, what was becoming clear, uh, we just we we just talked with the kids and talked with the family and decided, you know what, let's, let's let's the kids are growing, Mary and I really have the we, they have the time at this point, so let let's go ahead and and then make this happen. And uh, so we've been excited. It's been it's been a challenging transition, but it's been a good transition.
0: I love it. So let's talk about coming back. Okay, so I, I think about my music career twenty years ago, right? Uh, and so, yeah. and and how things change, uh, music evolves. Um, but the one thing that's constant is great songs are great songs, right? Great records are great records. And and yeah. sometimes you have to have a lot of money to put behind those songs to let people hear them. But the bottom line is, if it's like, uh, if you, if you have a great song, if that's the foundation, then you really can't screw it up no matter how bad yeah. you record it, because it's going to be great. <laughs> Let's t- with with coming back into Shapley's, into MM Shapley's, we're talking to Mark Shapley, I want you to take us back. Um, I, I know the, the story somewhat, um, and I'll always love hearing it, but I think our listeners really love how how in the heck, because you and I, I didn't think restaurant was anything on your mind um, yeah. at all growing up. And I spent a lot of time with you. I, uh in your porsche if i remember right wait didn't you <laughs> i love that porsche
1: don't remind the siblings they still <laughs> better but <it. laughs> you and i were both
0: you and i were both spoiled i had the 300zx Absolutely. The porsche.
1: we were we yeah. deserved it those steve <laughs> we did <So.
0: laughs> i love it. so mark so take me back um going in blind and and I'm, I'm using that loosely because i know that your dad wanted you to prepare and did some things to make sure that you were, you know, preparation meets that opportunity. you got to be as prepared as possible, but you had never run a restaurant, and this is the beginning. So if you can take me back to the beginning days of it all uh, versus now.
1: You know, Steve, when we got, I guess it was really in college is when I started kind of focusing on it, because as you said earlier, you know, mom and dad were just fantastic cooks, and particularly dad that just had a knack for putting things together. Uh, You know, he wasn't one to follow a recipe a whole lot. He wasn't one to to do a lot of planning. And, just, and as you know, our house was kind of a gathering spot for our generation, and then right. people would just show up. So, I mean, there was, it was at a minute's notice, we could go from three or four of us in the house to 10 or 12 of us in the house. And Daddy would just, he was so excited. He would just go to the refrigerator or run to the store and start fixing and start cooking. And then that was just always fun. And I enjoyed that aspect of the social aspect of what cooking did and how it brought people together and how everybody, I mean, it's, it's hard to have a bad meal when you're together and having fun I mean it's just it's one of those deals that it, it just makes things funner uh, when everyone's together and everyone's enjoying themselves and the food is obviously hopefully good it's just a special time so anyway that I think that just where the attraction to me started is this was a this was a good opportunity to, to be with our friends and be with people that we really care about and have fun doing it so that uh, back in college is when I guess that seed was planted I said you know this might be something that would be fun to do now, it. the stupid thing was I never worked in a restaurant, had no no um, experience doing anything in the restaurant other than just kind of cooking. And then, of course, you know Dad better than anybody. Yeah. Dad said, you know, you've lost your mind. You know, you, you're just crazy. What do you think? And I suppose we laughed about it, and I said, I really don't know. Uh, but it's, it's what we wanted to do. So he, he did talk, and I think you knew this part of the story, which to me is kind of funny. <clears throat> and he said, "If you're going to do this, at least go get some experience somewhere." So he sent me down to Mary Mahoney's. This was back in '84, and uh, he and Mary were friends at the time because they actually grew up in Biloxi. And before he moved to the Delta, he sent me there, and Mary they just they worked me like a dog. I mean, it was that we we were up. With, uh, he made me work at breakfast. They had that little remember the little breakfast shop, the little store they had there next to Mary Mahoney. Right, it was kind of a French market. Yeah, of course. We were getting up there at five and six in the morning, and I'd work through there till probably right after lunch because I had a little sandwich place, and we'd go, and I'd go to, at the Suntan Motel. Uh, which was next door, and I'd go change and go back, and then we'd start prepping for dinner at Mary Mahoney's, and then we'd work at Denny till about 11 or 12 o'clock, and I'd go to bed for a few hours and start that process over again. And I'm almost, I, there's no doubt in my mind, Daddy told Mary to, to actually make me miserable and then do whatever she could to convince <laughs> me this was not what I was supposed to do with my life. And I knew that's what he was doing. So every time he would call, he said, Well, son, how you doing? I went, Ted, this is great. I mean, this, <laughs> this, this is exactly what I want to do in my life because I knew it was going to aggravate him to no end. I love so that. anyway, we, we laughed about that. But we did that for 28 days uh, there. And I, when that 20, at the end of the fourth week, I told dad, I said, Okay, I'm ready. I've learned everything I need to know about the rest of this. And how stupid was that?
0: No, I love uh,
1: it. I love it. You learned it all in four weeks. Yeah. So that's that's kind of when we started. Uh, we came back and really started putting things together, I, and 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 God put me together with Mary, and we started dating, and told her what our plans were, and she kind of she signed on with that, and then then from there we we opened up and got married about six months later. So that, and that's that's mm-hmm. that's that's where we ended up.
0: I love it. That's fantastic. We're talking to Mark Shapley, uh, M M&M, M M Shapley. <laughs> Let me get that right. Uh, <laughs> in, in Madison, Miss, Madison, right? Is it, I get Madison. Uh, Ridgeland. It's Ridgeland. So, see, I get, I get, you know what, this is the bad part about me being gone. The, you know, Ridgeland I don't think existed in my mind when I left to go to Nashville. But when I came yeah. back, there was Madison, yeah. there was Ridgeland, there was Jackson. I was so confused, you know?
1: <laughs> it's all homogenized now, Steve, <laughs> everything. I mean, we just kind of, we say Jackson, frankly, because people associate right. with Jackson. So we just say the Jackson area. So, yeah, it, it's all one big happy family up in this part of the town. So, I mean, it really is. It's just, that we, you know, again, we 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 were in Richland, uh, and we again we opened in '85, and I was to God, there, there was nothing up here. I mean, this, in fact, Center Street dead ended right at our location. It didn't even go all the way through to uh, Richwood. It just, it it, it was a dead end street at a brand new little shopping center. So, I mean, there's so much has happened in the last thirty something years up here. It's right. amazing how the that's happened. in Madison, particularly, has just exploded. So, yeah, it's. It, we just call it all one big, happy family up here, so it's not too bad.
0: That's pretty good. We're with, <laughs> we're with Mark Shapley, M.M. Shapley's. Uh, is, it's just. I'm so excited. I can't wait to come partake. I've been on the road, but I am going to eat many, many fine meals uh, with my family. You're in a miss- <laughs> you are in a Mississippi Minute. We're going to be right back. the words of a bitter. I'm singing, i swimming with you. I'm singing, I'm swimming with you. Oh, I'm singing, I'm swimming with you. Oh, I'd rather be swimming with you, girl. Hey folks, if you're tired of being tired because your pillow isn't doing its job at night, give my buddy Chad and his team at OmniPillow a go. OmniPillow has a 100-day return policy, and listen to this. They will donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal is to give away one million pillows. It also comes with a stress cube that sells for 10 bucks. You'll thank me, I promise. Give yourself a much-deserved life's rest. Go to OmniPillow.com. Enter promo code Steve Azar. That's omnipillow.com, promo code Steve Azar, and you'll receive 20% off with free shipping. If you ask me, there's no better pillow on the planet. In a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. We are with Mark Jaffley proprietor founder, co-founder now. you got to give his wife, Mary, a lot of credit. Absolutely. M.M. <laughs> uh, uh, Shapley's, uh, I love celebrating food. Uh, being the music and culture ambassador in Mississippi, obviously, there are many art forms. And food, to me, uh, has, to me, it's the rock, It's the new rock star. It, your, your frontier is a little wilder. Uh, became good friends with Kat Cora over the years, um, watching her on the Food Network in the back of the bus. And I remember going like, oh, they're cooking. And it just it just reminded me of growing up and and times with your family and times with my family and and how important having that meal together.
1: And and that is that there is the culture. I mean, it's what we were grown up with. I mean, what we you and I consider to be normal life is something most folks have not been blessed with. Right. They have, you know, some folks you know, didn't grow up cooking the way we cooked and eating the way we ate. And it was the whole experience of it. It wasn't just sitting down for dinner. It was the experience of making the dinner and and, 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 and eating the dinner and then cleaning up after the dinner and then right. talking about the dinner. Yeah, so it was one of those things to so really, I, I viewed the restaurant business as really just an extension of taking what we do with our family and, and bringing it amongst a broader circle of friends. And then that's kind of what we did when we started in '85, and that's really what we're hopeful folks will perceive when we uh, when they come in now. And it, it is, it is a family environment, it, it, and it is part of what the culture of Mississippi is. Dining is more than just eating; it, it's it's yeah. a whole lot more than that. I mean, it, it's a it whole really experience. Is. experience.
0: No, it is. We're talking to uh, Mark Shappy, Mark. So, uh, change-wise, with like, let's. I want to dig into the menu a little bit because, like, so when yeah. I go around the country, you know, I would have never eaten Brussels. Like, you know, I'm just making an example. Yeah. And I, yeah. It, now they're appetizers. They're part of the dinner. I mean, I don't even know if you guys serve Brussels, but, I mean, I can make them. So, uh, so I yeah. guess what I'm saying is, so, anything new from the past that you've added on? I know you've got your your tried and true, um, but yeah. Yeah. tell me about, like, the menu and what and, and what has evolved.
1: You know, Steve, really, when we started planning on this deal, we began to consciously decision to kind of come back in with a really consistent menu with what we left with in 98. Uh, You know, it was successful then, and Mary and I just kind of assessed it was going to be successful now. And We did a couple of things that we did change. Obviously, steaks are still going to be the mainstay of what we do, but one of the things that we're focusing on that's maybe a little unique is more Gulf Seafoods. We kind of, we had some things on the menu back and 98, and we'd like the halibut and things like that. And there, there's so many good seafood and, and fish and other and, and, uh, products that are available to us, you know, 200 miles south of us, uh, that we didn't need to go to the we – don't, we don't need to go to the East Coast and West Coast to bring in the fish. We've right. got all the fish we need right here. So that's really the thing we're focusing on. It's a little different from what we did before. So you'll right. see, uh, particularly once we kind of get – Get our feet up underneath us and get into our groove and a routine. We'll we'll do more with the, the, the uh, groupers, uh, the amberjacks, the flounders. Uh, we have mm-hmm. redfish on the menu now, which is different. We'll do more with oysters, uh, more more things with shrimp. Uh, so we'll 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 kind of incorporate that aspect of what we have available to us now. Which again, this is just, I consider it homegrown more so than trying to get outside of that circle. But other than that, Steve, it really. It's a lot of what you'll remember when you hear twenty years ago. Uh, it, it, it's um, it's a lot of that, and uh, the people have been overwhelmingly kind and positive. And what we've done here just this past week about the cheese oh, mistakes or what I remember, uh, this right. you know the Fred tries or what I remember uh, type thing, and that's always fun to hear because that that really is what we're we're uh, playing on is is the fact that folks used to love to come to us. And we're hopeful they'll love to come to us again.
0: You know, I love this. We're talking to Mark Shapley, M.M. Shapley's uh, proprietor, <laughs> now proprietor again, uh, and uh, <clears throat> the founder of this incredible restaurant. And and like I said, has a storied history now in Mississippi. Has become part of of the the culture, and and that uh, I guess the part of one a, a new verse to a song in, in Mississippi. You know that's that you got to sing and you got to partake in, Mark. <clears throat> um, I want to go back to just your meeting. Well, first of all, I want to say this. I love, so I don't go anywhere. I travel. I went to Hot Springs uh, with, uh, you know, we go away for a little bit to Gwen's family's condo. And uh, and so we bring Ely's and we bring Shapley's Spice. Um, it's yeah. what I give my friends <laughs> at the Delta. So we give them in their gift bags. Uh, I want to know the difference between the two because there is a difference uh, besides yeah. the label and, uh and and why both
1: my nephew Richard Chaplin who owned Ely said' so right. done an absolutely fantastic job Richard celebrated his 10th year uh, this past October which is quite a milestone uh he's, he's just done a fabulous job so I'm real proud of what he's done and when we <clears throat> when we left, in Ninety-eight, we retained the ownership and the rights to the seasoning, and so we we, we offered that to, to Richard, and Richard did it, tasted it, and he said, "You know, I like it, but I like this and this and this." A he true, true shapley. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> always I the it. chemist. I That's it. Had, except in school, but they they had a um, he, he did. it. He just kind of came up. He's got a finer grind, which frankly I like in sauces. It does better in sauces because it doesn't blend. It blends better. So he he took that and went with it. And when we came back, we kind of came back with what we did twenty years ago. It's it's a very similar deal, uh, maybe a little a little uh, coarser grain right. uh, in some of the stuff because we use it primarily for for grilling.
0: It's, right. it's
1: in our fish. We use it in virtually everything. So that that is the difference. Um, and but both are good. Now my Richard, my oldest brother, when we left, Richard uh, maintained the gourmet food, the Chaplet gourmet food side of what we did that was not part of what we sold uh and richard's been kind of keeping up with that and doing that and doing the seasonings and and, and marketing it around a lot of local places they're in greenville Lee, here right. of course starkville and oxford i think so there's a lot of different places that do it we've got our label now um uh, that's again very similar, but we're just selling it here. I think there was enough confusion in the market with all the different seasonings. <laughs> of course the other people they like to you know, they like to talk about theirs as well. So you know, there's only so many of the same similar type seasonings that you need. So we have ours here at the store. Uh, so people come in, so I'll, I'll save you one. Oh no, you uh, have to
0: save me twelve. But that's beside the point. I, I, have to, say-
1: <laughs> I, I like buying a
0: dozen at a time, like, like I buy my zero zero flour uh, because I have to get it because to make pasta yeah. or to make pizza. You got zero, but he can't get it. I can't get it here, but that's all right. Uh, talking to Mark Shapley, Mark. So t- take me back to to meeting Mary. You know, I feel like you know, with me and my life, and just sort of, I needed to find the right person to be able to to endure. Uh, yeah. the Azar way.
1: That's a good. That's a real good way of putting it. <laughs> to
0: survive.
1: Tolerate sounds so hard. Endure sounds make a little better.
0: <laughs> so take me back. Take me back to you guys meeting because I feel like you know, with having the right spouse, it just helps make life a lot easier when you're on a bumpy oh, road. Geez. You know,
1: it, it, it's no doubt about it. And I, you know, as we were younger, although you and I both grew up, and I think a very religious Christian family, mm-hmm. which was a beautiful thing to have, I don't think we really appreciated it until we got older uh, as much as we do now, and, and, and just just what is provided for us through our faith. And I, I kind of I, I uh, skirted this side, because when we got there with Mary Mahoney's, and we were talking about that earlier, Daddy still was just happy to fit. He just felt thought I was the biggest fool we've ever seen, and he probably was right. <laughs> But before he said, "Look, I just before you do this, I'm going I'm to send you one more way." And there was a guy that he knew in, in Clinton, Mississippi. So I'm, he's doing this work that Daddy was building these whole, these apartment complexes, kind of government type complex. And this guy was doing them. He said, "Look, you need to go work for him." I said, "Dad, I, I just let me just go to the restaurant. I'll just you know I, you know you, you don't have to you don't have to support me, but just don't try to stop me." He said, "Well, no, just this. I promise you, this is one more time." <laughs> and this is where God and adventure came in. Just so I went to Clinton and worked with this guy. It did not work out, but uh, we, I lived in Clinton where my oldest brother Richard lived. So we would go to church together on Sunday. And one one day in on Sunday, Richard and I were in mass, and he said, uh, and, and, and uh, Mary and her mom walked in. Mary was just beautiful. She was just so attractive, pretty. She, Richard and I, as, as we do in church, you know, he went, Mark. You see that <laughs> i went I already see it <laughs> he said i bet you a hundred dollars you won't go ask her out
0: wow went, you're on.
1: So this is what we're talking about in church now so this is, this is typical so anyway after <laughs> church i went up and introduced myself and asked her was she from there and tried to you know try to and which is really awkward let's try to pick up somebody in church that's really hard to do you yeah, know yeah, i, yeah, I yeah, challenge no. you on that <laughs> uh but anyway that we we she was actually at, at Mississippi State at the time. I had graduated several years earlier. I, uh, Mary's three years behind me. She was a senior that year. So that's how we met. So We met at church, and then we started dating, and I told her what my goals were, to do the restaurant. And again, that's what she said, well, okay. And But you're right. It, 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 God put me with her. Anyway, I needed someone just like that. You know, let me tell you what, had Mark, I am not gone to Clinton. I would have better.
0: Let me tell you what, God hangs out in bars. You met your wife at church, I met mine at a bar, and it's and look what's happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, thank goodness well, that God, he's
1: that's where you do your work, too.
0: <laughs> that's where I do my work. We're with Mark Shapley. We are in the backside, the downside of a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. Mike, okay, so Mike, check, Mike, check. Hey, Mark, you get to play. Uh, DJ before going to the break I love doing this Mississippi is the birthplace Of American music I'm not going to let you uh, I'm not going to let you uh, Have many choices Take me uh, into the break With either Ike Turner Or Charlie Pride. Ooh, Ike Turner Ike Turner it is You're in a Mississippi Minute We are with M.M. M. Shapley Mark Shapley The man uh, will <laughs> be right back
1: Step in my rocket And don't be late Baby we are pulling out About hands, past eight. Going round the corner and get a bit everybody in my car's gonna take a little dip. Move on out, and cruising along. In a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
0: I'm Steve Azar. We are flying through a Mississippi minute, all sixty of them, because you guys know that's how we roll. I'm with Mark Shapley, an old old friend. Uh, we were probably the worst golf partners in history, but had the most fun. Uh, before we, b- before anything, you know. But anyway, but that was another day. Hey, Mark, you talked about your dad and uh, growing up in Biloxi. Uh, that's something I didn't know. I know my dad spent yeah. time in Keesler uh, when he was there in the Air Force, but. After graduating Notre Dame, what got your dad down to the Delta?
1: When Papu and Siti, uh, I think they had married, they had met, and I'm not sure where, they, I think they came in through New Orleans when they came over right. <clears throat> from Lebanon in different times, obviously. They, they lived down there. I think they, they kind of migrated from New Orleans area over to the, <clears throat> excuse me, to the uh, right. Gulf Coast area. And they lived in Biloxi. Now, dad, I think dad was probably seven or eight or nine when they moved from there to uh, the Leland area. And Papu would follow the the, uh, the levee workers. Uh, he was kind of a, a, a cart trader, a little cart merchant. And he had a cart, and they would—it it was a really tough, hard life, I can imagine. When they were building the levee back in the, I guess, the, geez, the 20s, yeah. uh, he would have a little cart, you know, horse drawn cart, and he would have, you know, blue jeans and where these people would die. And that's how they did it, and eventually worked their way up to the Delta. Uh, and I just, I'm just, i not sure why they landed. I think they just, uh, why Greenville, of course, Greenville at the time was probably a, a pretty big town for, right, for, for Mississippi.
0: And it was a river town, so we're, you know, obviously yeah, on the river.
1: And a lot of the work was there, so I think they ended up just settling there and settled in Leland. And that's when I think you realize they were too old to do what he was doing. He's opened up a little grocery store, shop grocery store. Well, there you go. Uh, back in the forties. So uh, anyway, that's how they ended up. And of course, uh, Mr. Joe and Dad, I guess, met each other through that period of time. And of course, your incredibly beautiful, sweet mom. And I think they just they they made friends early on. Uh, because of similar cultures and similar backgrounds of what they did. And then just, just thank God we made friends to this day. Your sweet mama checks on mine every week.
0: Are you talking about my mom, the sweet, sweet? I think she's tough as nails. Well,
1: she is tough. She loves me, though, so it makes she, it easier.
0: <laughs> my mom listens to this show, so, Mom, I love you. You know I do love you. I know, there's a sweet, I know there's a sweet side. I have a song called Tender and Tough I wrote about my daughter, but maybe I actually wrote it about my mom. I'll tell you We're talking to Mark Shapley. Mark, okay, so the great thing is I remember mm-hmm. your dad's, like, n- now looking back, your dad was behind the liquor store, behind the barn, and he was preparing shrimp for Vicky's wedding. And I know yeah. why he was doing it. He was helping dad. And this was the beauty in their relationship. Look, looking back, your dad basically became the sole caterer for my sister's wedding. And so I would be back there <laughs> peeling shrimp. And that he called me Crick cricket. Just sit down and peel the shrimp. You know, he laughed. He laughed laugh at me. <laughs> just, I was jumping around. I was. I was. I was uh, multitasking. I told him. And, <clears throat> uh, but anyway, I, I think about that, and I think about friendship, and I think about yeah. their friendship and their bond to be able, you know, to help help Dad in, in a time when that was just cr- ludicrous and crazy to 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 finally get all these wedding i mean all this school out of the way and all of a sudden you got three weddings yep. in six months and people that give one wedding know know, know the difference and and send one kid to school so uh, i i look back at that and and i love my dad always goes you know they looked at the budget years ago and go and they would start adding it up and um I remember him telling telling your dad I was we were all together and he said I looked at the budget and I thought about the expenses that were going out and what it was gonna take versus what we were taking in and it wasn't even close. So they decided <laughs> just to pray and work. And he goes, It yeah. worked out. And yeah. and that's the that's the core values that we had and the friendships and that's one of the reasons the biggest reason that Gwen and I moved back and I wanted our kids to experience what you and I had growing up in Mississippi, yep. in the Delta, and in Mississippi in general, where there's, there is a community of people coming together that are yep. like family that aren't. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's exactly right, Steve. And it, it's amazing to me how fortunate we, we were to, to have those role models. Uh, that they, they did what they did. They took care of each other. It was an unconditional friendship. I mean, and that, that's what I loved about, frankly, our families uh, and the relationship that we've had. Uh, not everyone is that blessed to have that, uh, but we we certainly were. And like I so said, at, at any at any given moment, at any given time, at any given situation, uh, they were there for each other. Uh, and they were there for us. Right. I'm like, you know, I don't know how they did it. I mean, you know, the 80s, Financially, the eighties were a tough time. Uh, no, you know, interest rates were 21 percent. Mm-hmm. It was tough. How they sent four kids to college and, and got us out and, and got us on our way. and Mom and Dad were incredibly supportive. When when he finally broke and just succumbed to me going into the rest of the business, he could not have been. I mean, it was, he fought me for the longest. But when he, by God, when he got behind me, he got behind me. Right. He just said, "Whatever you need, we'll make it work," and then that's what they did. But you're right that that generation. I, I hope one day we can be half the generation that that generation is. Right. I, 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 we just we can try and we can work. I don't think we'll ever make it, but at least we can try.
0: Hey, Mark. So, when when do you feel like you got the? Was it a gradual uh, thing growing up, or when did you feel like that you go? Man, I love to cook because I, I remember my time just making the simple things like a 13 layer peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's what I would make. <laughs> uh, you know, I did. i had every every, trying to gain weight, you know, and, and, and also just <laughs> well, felt like. You were so hyper, it was hard for you to gain yeah. weight. You were moving <laughs> no, all
1: the time, which that's the nickname.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, when do you, do you feel like it was ongoing or do you feel like you just, it just clicked and you go, I, I love to cook?
1: And, you know, I, and the, but liking the cooked part, Steve, was was I think something I had in, in junior high, really. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed watching Dad. It was one of the things that we did together, frankly. I mean when Dad would make Christmas time, if you remember the Italian sausage dad well, yeah, would make dude. and he would a really give you gifts. Well that, those are the things that kinda got me started. He would he would teach me how to make hot tamales, he would teach me how to make the sausage. He would show me when he was grilling what he did. And I just I, I it's just one of the things I like. I mean, I think there's some people that really get, gravitate towards you know, you were with music, uh, but you were by yourself, though, really. I mean, yeah. you know, you were, which is such an anomaly, which makes it even more remarkable because, you know, Joe was doing his deal. Freddie was doing his deal. Vicki and Al were doing their deals, and you were doing yours. And yeah. then it just, which is just, again, nothing short of miraculous how, how you got everything oh, yeah. the way you did and how it turned out. But food was just one of those things in our family that so much revolved around. Eating (laughs) all the holidays when we were together, because there was a big gap between Richard. There's 10 years between Richard and me and eight and a half between Chris and six between Melanie. So for me to be around our family, it usually involved holidays, because they were all gone, uh, and I was still at home. So, I mean, for... For us to be or to reunite as a family again, in times where I could remember, it had to be it was Thanksgiving or it was Christmas or it was Easter or something. So, I think that's why we enjoyed it so much because it was the times we were all together. And I, I think from that moment, now you know, I'm not a I, I'm a good cook. I'm not a chef. I never have been formally trained. But it's sometimes you, you figure out things enough to where you know, I, yeah, I can I can hold my own with with a lot of people on things like that. But right. I, I think, again, it's more than just eating. It's more than the food. It's the way you do it, and it's the way you, you present it, and it's the way you appreciate people for coming in. I think yeah. all that really kind of – all that folds into what makes a, a good restaurant a great restaurant. Yeah, and it's That's a celebration from, from start food. to finish. It
0: is. It's a celebration yeah. you know, from coming to – yeah, exactly. We're talking to Mark Shapley. Mark. Um, uh, Melanie had uh, a great restaurant here for a while yeah. um, and did you spend any time in that restaurant as, as well like preparing food and helping out I can't remember
1: you know we, we, we would come down uh, and I would help Melanie uh, of course mom and dad were there and the tremendous help to Melanie as well right. but uh, I would come and just try to help her organize uh, a, a structure uh, for the help in the kitchen of what to do and how to do it I mean I didn't really do any cooking there she had some great people uh, uh, working there and had a tremendous young wait staff that were just full of energy and fun and, and, and worked well with the, with the Greenville culture. Uh, but Melanie just worked hard. She just she did a great job. She 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 once once we kind of got her on on the track, she just kind of took it from there. Uh, and she loved what she did. She was good at it. We still have people talking about their They remember in the Delta, how much fun it was. Oh, and she was like, incredible. The old building was really cool. I mean, that old railroad depot was really a cool place.
0: It really was. During the Mississippi Minute, we are with M.M. M. Shapley, Mark Shapley. And the memories in my mind always lead back to Highway 61. Yeah. Hey folks, in the market for new pillows? I'd like to tell you about who I believe strongly is the best pillow manufacturer made right here in the USA. My friends at Beds by Design and their amazing Omni Pillow. The Omni Pillow is made with a copper-infused fabric, and they use high-quality fabric. The copper has been known to be antifungal, antibacterial, and good for the skin. The OmniFlow is the foam in the inside. Designed by their veteran team, the OmniFlow is a one of a kind product that is unlike any other material. It is a patent material that adjusts as the weight is applied. They combine that with responsive temperature control that regulates your body temperature as you sleep. OmniPillow has a 100-day return policy. And listen to this. They'll donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal? To give away 1 million pillows. It also comes with a stress cube that sells for 10 bucks. Give yourself a much-deserved life's rest. Go to OmniPillow.com. That's OmniPillow.com. Enter promo code STEVEAZAR and receive 20% off with free shipping. You won't regret it. Thanks, guys.
1: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm
0: Steve Azar. We are flying through a Mississippi Minute. I'm with Mark Shapley, an old, old friend. I think I learned how to cook and the love of cooking and entertaining from Joe, my, my oldest yeah. brother. And so, yeah, uh, good at that. yeah and, and he could open a cupboard and there'd be nothing in it and he'd make a meal. Yeah. And, and, and so I think of food in my life and how it's affected. And our daughter, she's got a food blog uh she that she has uh that
1: is so cool you told me that at your yeah. tournament this year and i didn't realize that of course it's just beautiful but how cute and fun that is that well, she's she's taken it to that level well now.
0: yeah and then mark she's she's in there experimenting and it's what she wants to be involved in the culinary world that, at some point
1: that is that's just so fun that they're yeah. that, that that that's what that generation is doing because not many are doing it right. uh we, we're such a an instant type of a generation now. I mean, it's just pick up, take out, go out, yeah, you know, that type of thing. For for that someone, that generation to really, you know, embrace that that part of the arts and part of of, of our culture is kind of cool. So, Mark,
0: take me through your day real quick before we before we say bye. It is cool. So, take me through your, uh, you, you know, <clears throat> you, but a, a few months ago, you get up when you wanted to get up. You can do what you want yeah, to do. Go to sleep go when you when to want to go.
1: To go to sleep. <laughs> so,
0: t- take me take me through the day of Mark and Mary Shapley preparing, you know, uh, to have guests at your restaurant.
1: Here's here's a typical day for the last month, even This is not going to be a typical day going forward. But we had you know, we had a, a, just a really great friend, a contractor named Ken Simmons, who ironically built Joseph's house in Greenville. Ken and I've known each other. Ken, when we I talked to Ken about this going into this thing, you know. It looks like this is what's going to happen, and if this happens, I'm going to need your help. I need to make a quick turnaround because we don't need a real long downtime between when they left and when we got open. He said, I'll have you ready in three weeks. I went, okay. Wow. And in July 1, we picked the keys up, uh, July 1. And Steve, for virtually 21 days, from 7 in the morning till 8 o'clock at night, we were up here uh, nonstop. Sundays, 4th of July. They were here. They were painting. They were patching. They were repairing. They were electrical. They, we, I mean, it's just one of those deals that was just nonstop. So that was, the, the, and really, it was that was a challenging deal because that's just a lot of time. I mean, you know, if you're fifteen plus hours a day, seven days a week, and right. that just, uh, it, that, but God, he got us in. He got us ready. So really, in, tw- in twenty-seven days, from the time we got the keys to the twenty-seven days, we were cooking and serving in our kitchen. Uh, wow quite remarkable now fast forward a little bit we're good now that we're getting past a lot of that phase of it we're going to get into a traditional restaurant mode and then it really involves you know getting in a little before noon uh and just you know getting prepped getting ready because prepping is such a prepping to us is like songwriting to you i mean you can't have a great song unless you get it all down first right you know <laughs> right. that's it's kind of the same thing we have to be prepared to do it right and, and prepare to do to the course of the night where you don't run out and, and it is done, it's done right that's where we'll start focusing on and trying to find that groove, trying to find our routine and that and this week has been real good, we've improved daily uh, so we'll get through that and then really from there on it's just it's it's, it's, it's you know finding that that routine and, and, and uh, just following what you need to do, you know what you need to do today I know tomorrow I'm going to have to do this the next day I'm probably going to have to do this and you just kind of work through that process, uh, and it, it's not—I mean, it's—it's it, it's not a hard life, frankly. It's a confining life because you hear, a, you know, a lot during the days and stuff. But now that the kids are grown, it really is not quite the challenge that it was back then when you're trying to raise kids and get them ready for school and right do the things that happen during the day, and then do the things you have to do at night. Uh, so we really, to, we just focus on nighttime now. So that's, that's not a bad deal.
0: But it's like having somebody over your house every night. And yeah, that's what it, it, it feels really like. Because
1: yeah. that's the way we treat them. I mean, right. That's the way we want people to feel like they're at our house, with their family, their friends. And, and again, the culture of, of, of cooking, the culture of, of entertaining is in, is in our blood, is in your blood, obviously. Uh, and that, that's kind of what makes it kind of cool though. Uh, that, that, that's, Part
0: that I enjoy. Well, I, selfishly, I'm excited because uh, <laughs> I love the fact that I get the, that I have an extra reason to road trip to Jackson.
1: And, well, uh, I, I can't wait to see you and Gwen. It's going to be fun to do it. And we need to get our we need to get uh, Mike his, get his little party working uh from the uh tournament.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So Mark Mark and Mary were so generous at the Delta Soul this year. They donated uh, uh a party <coughs> of 10 plus the Azars uh to come partake and we're so excited. Yeah, uh we we're, we're really looking forward to being there, but but we're going to do a lot more than that. And Mark, I I think it's just important for our state and and Mississippi in general that you guys are back. It it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? And it's uh it's yeah. it's such a like I said in the beginning, you, the, your restaurant is storied now. It's part of us, and it it makes total sense that you and Mary are are, are back to greet people and 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 back and and I can't wait to. To uh, eat a lot of meals with you and break bread, and I can't thank you enough for wake, waking up and taking the time to. Uh, I know you got a I know you got a busy day today, so uh, this Well, is...
1: but it was my pleasure, and you know we love y'all, and, and we thank you for your time today. It's always good to get the word out and then to help people understand the transition. It was kind of confusing. Uh, in town, yeah. But, you know, right. the shapleys were there, then they were gone. Now the shapleys are back, and I think that's important that we bridge that gap of what we did and what we're going to do going
0: forward Shapley, Shapley's never go away. M.M. Shapley's, uh, everybody please meet me there. Uh, I'll see you. And Mark, uh, blessings to you and the family. Uh, we've been with Mark Shapley. You have been in a very cool Mississippi Minute. Be well. <laughs> I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time